0: whtt.org. And now, ready, set, let the sparks fly. In today's W-H-T-T Speaks Out, we're going to talk about a, a local event in Arvada, Colorado, which is a suburb of Denver where a church by the name of Faith Bible Chapel held a night to honor Israel. In fact, they've been doing this for 40 years, and uh, there's a couple remarkable things about this that we want to talk about here. And as most people know, the folks here at We Hold These Truths have been uh, challenging Christian Zionist churches for over 16 years now and holding vigils. And we've held at least three vigils in the past at Faith Bible Chapel. Now, the really interesting thing, I think, uh, about uh, this is that we were not there. We were not conducting a vigil during this event. One of our friends in Colorado actually went there, and on our website you can find an article about what he witnessed there. It's quite interesting. But what really was interesting, it came out of it, there was an article in a local paper there by Liam Adams. The article is entitled Honoring Israel When a Local Church Takes on an International Issue. And so they talked uh, about this event, And they uh, quote George Morrison, who was their pastor for some 30 years. He's now retired. And as an interesting side note, George Morrison is on the executive committee of Christians United for Israel. And so the times that we actually uh, did our vigils there, they were hosting Christians United for Israel events. This particular event that was just held here recently was not a Kufi event. They had been honoring, as I mentioned earlier, Israel for almost 40 years. Anyway, the interesting thing, of course, about this is that Chuck Carlson, founder of We Hold These Truths, actually is mentioned in this article, and it says, quote, "...groups like Friends of Sebil, Colorado, and We Hold These Truths have held peaceful vigils to express dissatisfaction." They believe Faith Bible Chapel is wrong to support Israel, who has been known for mistreatment of Palestinians living in the West Bank and Gaza. In 2015, we hold these truths wrote a letter to Morrison and held a vigil to protest a night to honor Israel. The letter said, quote, Christian Zionism does not resemble Jesus and is incompatible with his teachings, unquote. Christian Zionism is the phrase, used by critics to describe Christians who take a strong pro-Israel stance. And, of course, many of these, quote-unquote, Christian Zionists the brag that they are. We know that John Hagee brags that he is a Christian Zionist. So the fact that people may question, well, what good are these vigils? And we don't really know. But when we see things like this, when we're not even there and we get referenced, and so there is slight awakening our award winning film christian zionism the tragedy and turning talks about this the turning that there is an awakening it's not very big yet in the evangelical churches but some of the mainline churches are awakening to this what we would call neo christianity a, a new form of christianity and so this is very <coughs> encouraging Tonight, we've got uh, several of our veterans with us who have conducted vigils, Craig Hansen out in the Bay Area, Dave Jacobs in Fresno. And so I'd like for them and Chuck Carlson, who started our organization, and so I'd like each one of those fellows to kind of weigh in on this and give us their thoughts on the value of these vigils.
1: Can I ask a question before you guys weigh in? So this person who refers to you guys at the end of this article, where did she find out about you? I mean, the last protest was 2015. How did she even know about you? It almost sounds like she's putting a plug in for you to contradict what these people are doing, or am I reading this wrong? Yeah, and
2: let me answer that. I, I've never met uh, Liam Adams in person, however he called me. He told me he had been out at this event and that he talked to some people, and my name came up. And he looked at our website and was interested in our comments and would would I provide an interview. And I did a kind of a lengthy interview with him. And uh, I want to say that he was uh, very wise in the way he conducted this interview because he kept everything on a sort of a moderate position. The title, Honoring Israel, When a Local Church Takes on an International Issue. So he sort of challenged readers to think about why a church would get involved in endorsing a foreign government. So he did a really good job. In his interview, I talked a lot more than he took from me, but he picked things that rung true, and he closed by asking me why we did this, and I simply said we go to the churches because we think that the leaders are obligated to tell the truth. Mm -hmm. And he quoted that. And uh, Mm -hmm. if I would have said we go to the churches because the leaders are a bunch of liars, he probably wouldn't have put it in. I thought he was a very honest guy who was really trying to figure out why churches are getting involved in endorsing a country that is literally destroying its own population who legally live there. And he simply could see the facts. He simply knew enough about the facts to want to get into the reasons for this.
1: He seemed to be putting a good plug in for you and ended it with almost making them look kind of stupid. I mean, the way he ended this, that last paragraph, that they don't really care about the political issues. This is a biblical issue for them. And I don't know. It sounded seemed like he was really putting a plug in for you or trying to end it on a note. Your truth on this subject.
0: It was a
2: good interview. We'll take it anytime.
1: <laughs> well, let me just
0: read this last paragraph here. The, the guy that's replaced this George Morrison, his name is King. Quote, today, Faith's Bible Chapel seeks to uphold Morrison's vision. That, that was the founder that has been doing these night like, to honor Israel's for all these years. King acknowledges that Israel, that like any nation, does wrong, but sees the issue first and foremost as, quote, the biblical issue versus a political one, he said. The controversial stuff doesn't bother us because that's not our point. So in other words, what he's saying there is that uh, never mind the the displacement of Palestinians, the Mm -hmm. killing of Palestinians, the stealing of their land, it's all biblical. And so, you know, this is the thing that maybe people will wake up the unfairness of this that we have here Our religious bigots that ignore the reality of the political side of it because they're enraptured with the biblical side of it, if you will.
1: What they think is the biblical side of it. Well, what they think, exactly. Good
0: point, Christy. Okay, Dave, do you want to weigh in
1: here? Sure. I was thinking how Jesus said in Matthew 24, taking heed that no man deceive you. And looking at this church has been doing it for 40 years now. The preaching of John Hagee and all of the others that have built the KUFI organization, to the point of the following, that they are in, that they are just out there deceiving people, and people want to be deceived. Their hearts are not after God, and they see this when the pastors come out. Why are you in front of our church? One reaction we got from one pastor recently here in Fresno is that he arrogantly goes back inside and starts talking to people and says, we have arrived. We have protesters out in front of our church. And i <laughs> And what does that mean, except that the only thing I can think of is that for some reason he has the idea that we don't like what their message is and we're out there protesting it. No, we're out there trying to share the truth with them about their mm-hmm. falsely supporting and going along with a political agenda instead of looking at the scripture and questioning the pastor about what you know, you're know you reading in scripture. Because that's what we are to do. We are to question those hirelings that are up there behind the pulpit and then we need to keep thank talking you. to people we give out information getting out there and making people aware and having them ask questions
0: and we want to Who's thank you uh, david for having i don't know you've done dozens of these uh, vigils in the fresno area and you've even joined us up in uh, in san francisco and sacramento yeah and all around Greg, would you like to weigh in uh, also?
3: Yeah, there, there's so many things here as you guys you guys are talking, and I think, okay, what's really important here to focus on? First of all, I think, Chuck, I'm really glad that this gentleman contacted you because, again, we when we talk about when we do these vigils, we don't know really how far of an influence and an effect we are having, but to have someone from a newspaper to hear about you and then contact you and, and write uh, you know, a fairly good presentation of what we're trying to represent to the community. I think he did a very good job. And what always gets lost in this is that Christians are supposed to follow Jesus. Yeah, that that is the, the one message that somehow gets lost in all this. Somehow yeah. they think that Israel we're supposed to follow Moses and go slaughter the Philistines or something. I I don't I don't know how with what these Christians are thinking. You know, when they eliminate and push aside all of Jesus' teaching to go back and grab some arcane thing out of the Old Testament and somehow think that this applies. And and that's why we try to challenge, and I, I love it how you said, Chuck, we just want preachers to preach the truth. And what is the truth? And that is our message to the Christian community, is like, do your research. What is true? What does the Bible say? What is the history of Zionism? Show me where God is in this. Show me how this looks like Jesus. Show me how this is a fulfillment of biblical prophecy. On all those accounts, it falls flat on its face. In the interview we did years ago, that I talked about this whole Christian Zionism as a house of cards. And any one of these foundational cards, you knock it and this whole thing comes crashing down. It is a construct that is based on fallacy, and it can be taken down. But the media, uh, it is so strong, inculcated into the teachings of the universities, the seminaries, and the pulpits through the uh, Schofield Reference Bible. We keep coming back to that because that is how these errors got brought into the church and then gets disseminated out to the congregants. And then the Kufi comes along, which is basically a foreign agent for the Israeli government, to come in to mold the thinking of gullible Christians and say you got to support your congressman. We need more money for Israel. Write your congressman right now. And, and it is it's it's taking this political thing, couching it in pseudo biblical language to have a political agenda which is greater Israel to expand Israel. So that's what we're trying to get the message out. And I'm so glad that this this gentleman from the newspaper was able to it kind of expose that even in a small way in what we're trying to accomplish.
0: All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for your comments on that. And Craig, your comments were really most welcome. And also, we'd like to remind you to watch our video about a vigil at Faith Bible Chapel entitled John Hagee with Benny Hinn, Praying for War in the Name of Jesus. And there will be a link to that.